you get the full spectrum of Northwest Montana sports. Only on 96.5 and 600 KGEZ. Now, back to the Knock on Sports and Anthony Knockreiner. Again, great conversation with Colton Juanez. And hey, if you missed it, don't worry. Check it out on the Knock On Sports Show podcast. It'll be up on the podcast as soon as we are done here tonight on the show. Right now, let's take a look at some of the top returning high school quarterbacks here in Montana. This is not specific to Class A, Class AA, or Class B football. This is taking into account solely the statistics and the numbers that define good quarterback play. Because, I mean, we got a lot of guys here. And I was kind of thinking about this over the weekend. Because, again, you know, we <laughs> it's kind of funny. This time last year, okay, I knew. All right. Nothing's going to happen for a little while. All right? So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do each day to talk about and come up with content for this show? So then I thought about, okay, hey, let's do the way too early series. Let's take a look at all the AA football teams. Let's take a look at the Western AA basketball teams and what they do and don't have coming back for next year. So I got like thinking about it. My mind was already on this this past weekend. Who are some of the top returning quarterbacks? And again, I'm not overshadowing spring sports season. I know it's coming. Track and field, I can't wait. Softball as well. But right now, who are some of the top returning quarterbacks coming into this upcoming season? And when you think about it last year, some of these guys we didn't even know. And we are going to know their names for the next couple of years because they were sophomores last year. And then we've got some guys uh, that are, have been a part of the uh, deal the last couple of years and are going to be seniors this year. So who are the top guys? Well, when I put down the numbers and I'll break down the statistics, the stats here in a second, I'll break it down for you. You got three from double A, you got four from class A, and you got two from class B. All right. Now, again, class C... I wish I could I wish I could take a look at that. I know that's a little bit different football, obviously. The numbers and the stats, as we've seen with scores, typically different than normal football. But again, uh, I just don't know where the stats are for Class C. And if I could find them, that'd be great because that way I could give those kids recognition, but I just don't know. With that being said, there are three names in Class AA that came to mind instantly. Caden Hewitt, Isaiah Clonch, Reed Harris. Now, I know Rafe Newball is in that conversation as a returning quarterback as well. Did some nice things for CMR. But those are the three in terms of the top guys returning among all classifications. You look at Class A, well, you know this name, Jarrett Wilson from Polson, Mason Peters, Tyson Rostet, Finn Ridgeway as well. You look at Class B, Pat Duchesne, and I hope I'm saying the name right, Miles Horoff from Whitehall. Hopefully I'm saying that name correctly. Uh, but again, the, those are nine quarterbacks that are really, really talented. They put up some phenomenal numbers last year and did some really, really nice things. And because, and, the, and again, the reason why I, I think about this is just because what does that mean for teams? Because as we're seeing in the NFL and we're seeing in, even in college football, as we were just talking about the questions with Montana and Montana State with Coulter, it's about, all right, who's playing quarterback? And Coulter kind of phrased it quite nicely. Do you have a great team around a quarterback that can help you achieve your goal? Or do you have a quarterback that if you don't have a great team can help you take you to that next level? You know, again, either way, how you slice it. Yes. Maybe national championship quarterback, but at the same time, the skill set, can a guy help you and do the things because of the skill set that he has take you to that next level? Or do you have to have that great team around him to be able to get to that next level? And so that got me thinking about some of the quarterbacks that we see here. 
Again, you talk about, uh, obviously, Jared Wilson, a guy that exploded onto the scene, 400 yards passing, had multiple games in that regard. Uh, Jared Wilson, obviously, in my book right now, if I had to rank these quarterbacks, he's my number one guy. Just because this dude dominates so many statistical categories. And I know Polson runs a different offense than a lot of the, the high school football teams in Montana. We were seeing more of the passing game obviously come alive in, in high school football in Montana. But at the same time, Jarrett Wilson, with what, what that guy is able to do along with his mobility, he's just a very, very dangerous quarterback. Then I look at the guys like in the AA, Isaiah Clonch and Caden Hewitt. Kane Hewitt's had name notoriety since his freshman year. He's been a talent. He's had the big frame. And I can't wait to see what this dude does with his senior year this upcoming year because he is going to be a name that grabs attention. But it's the same thing with Isaiah Clonch. Put up great numbers last year. You weren't sure how Billings West was going to be because obviously they lose a tremendous quarterback quarterback like Zach Erbacher. And then all of a sudden Isaiah Clonch comes in and isn't missing a beat. Like I said, putting these numbers together was quite impressive. You look at Reed Harris. There are some guys here that are some young quarterbacks that I think are going to really make them names for themselves. You look at like a guy like Reed Harris. Uh, I remember talking to Coach Sampson last year, and he was just glowingly talking about Harris as a quarterback. You look at uh, guys like Finn Ridgeway, who I think is really going to have a chance to explode. He's been a good quarterback the last couple of years for Whitefish. Obviously, that team's been knocking on the door. They were in the playoffs two years ago uh, when he was a freshman. They were uh, very close to getting in the playoffs last year. Uh, right on the doorstep. You got a guy like Tyson Rostead. Again, not electrifying numbers because they were really able to be balanced. They didn't have to throw the football a ton. So that also plays into a factor with the numbers. But again, still one of the top performers. And then you look at guys like Pat Duchesne for Florence. I mean, Florence isn't going anywhere. It's going to be tough for teams like Eureka and Big Fork in this Western B to deal with team with a team like Florence because of the quarterback play of Duchesne. You look at uh, Miles Horoff from Whitehall, again, in the Southern B. Uh, he's a guy that can definitely take them to the next level potentially. And so uh, it's really interesting to see these young guys and see these names pop up because you're just like, well, wait a minute. How many guys are there really that are top high school quarterbacks these are nine names that definitely come with the billing and when you look at it you break it down east versus west there's three quarterbacks in the east there's six really good quarterbacks from the west i'm talking about the four quarterbacks in class a they're all in the western a hamilton you look at three of them are in the same conference you look at peters wilson and ridgeway all three in the northwest conference and then rostet's in the southwest conference but all four in the Western beat, tremendously talented quarterbacks should be fun to watch them. So what I'm saying is, is in, the, in terms of the numbers, how these guys are ranked, and I broke it down into four categories, yards, touchdowns, completion percentage, yards per game. All right. You look at uh, yards. Well, Wilson had them, had everybody almost by an even thousand. He had 3,115 yards. Clonch came in second with 2,124. Duchesne came in with 1,800. Peters was right there with 1,800. Rosted and Ridgeway with 1,600, along with Horoff with 1,600 yards. Those three guys in there. Hewitt uh, had 1,500, but again, I think he would have had more, but he did have some injuries. So he did miss some time at the end of the year last year. And then you look at Reed Harris. Uh, 1,300 yards passing as a sophomore first year starting. You look at uh, touchdowns. Once again, Wilson dominates a lot of these statistical categories. Wilson comes in at number one with 32. Duchesne comes in with 26. Clonch with 25. Hewitt with 21. Rostead with 20. Mason Peters, 14. Horoff with uh, 14. Ridgeway with 12. And Harris with eight. I expect all those numbers to jump up for all of those guys. I don't know if Wilson can beat 32 touchdowns. I'm sure they're going to try it this year. But 
But uh, at the same time, too, I think for guys like Peters, Haroff, Ridgeway, Harris, I think those are all guys that can definitely, I, I think, more than likely even double their uh, touchdown output uh, this upcoming season. Completion percentage, how accurate are these quarterbacks? Uh, you look at Claunch, he came in with first at 63%. Rosted was 63%. Harris came in with 62%. Ridgeway at 60 Uh Wilson, this was the only, I think one of, this was, yeah, this was the only category he didn't come in first. He came in fifth with 59% completion percentage. But again, obviously, he does take a lot more chances uh, with the football, and they do throw a lot more than any other team uh, in, I think, high school football. I don't, I mean, outside of, I think, Hellgate and Polson, those two teams do run similar offenses where they, at least last year, where they wanted to throw the football a ton, and that was the main factor. And so uh, looking at that, Hewitt comes in with 58%. Peters also, again, the, the, there's guys that have the same completion percentage, but it was like a hundredth of a point that separated these guys. Um, Hewitt and Peters was that. Duchesne and Horoff both came in at 56% yards per game. 346 for Wilson, obviously more than 100 yards over Hewitt, who averaged 224, Clonch with 212, Duchesne with 210, Ridgeway with 205. Some impressive, impressive numbers here. But like I said, nine quarterbacks that I look at returning next year in high school football in some form or fashion here that I think are going to grab some headlines more than just so around their area. These are guys that definitely uh, are going to be someone to watch and exciting to watch play this upcoming football season. Because the other thing is, too, you notice that, you know, Clonch, I mean, he lost two games. How many more yards could he have thrown for? Hewitt, the same thing. Uh, some of these guys lost out on games because uh, we know AA didn't play non-conference. There were some games that were even canceled in some way or form or fashion as well. So these numbers could have gone up even more uh, for some of these guys. But that's what I'm saying. The quarterback position is really, really strong. And this was an argument I was making back during the fall even. Does Class A have a better quarterback talent pool than class double A or maybe in class A. And I think with what you're seeing is, is the four quarterbacks that we just mentioned. And I mean, again, it, it goes in stretches. It's not like I'm not saying class A has always been dominant at the quarterback position. But right now, when you're talking about the state of the quarterback position, Wilson, definitely, I think, the number one guy. And then you look at uh, Rostead, who can do some really nice things. You look at Peters, who's been – he'll be a four-year starter as long as he's healthy this upcoming season. Uh, you look at Ridgeway, who'd be a three-year starter. I mean, just the, the quarterback talent. Some of these guys started as freshmen. That's how talented these guys are. You look at uh, the, the way – you know, like friend Ridgeway for me uh, is one that I point to, obviously. So, like I said, the, the talent pool in Class A just seems to be at least a little bit better, especially on the Western side right now. Obviously, we saw uh, some key guys go to graduation. Um, the Miles City quarterback escapes me off the top of the head, his name, but obviously he was a great quarterback. He would definitely be, if he was returning, he'd be in this uh, group as well. But the, the quarterback position really is strong in terms of high school football and like I said, it's just going to be so fun to watch what these guys do. Again, you know, trying to rank them here, you know, Isaiah Conch really, really impressed me. I think Reed Harris is going to open some eyes. I think he's going to have some more confidence going into next season. Now, obviously, you know, having a guy like Levi Torgerson really, really helps uh, have that safety blanket at the wide receiver position. He's not going to have that next year. We'll see what receivers come up uh, through the pipeline for Gray Falls, but uh, Isaiah Clonch uh, is going to have weapons to throw to. I think Caden Hewitt's going to be fun again uh, to see what he does for his swan song. And like I said, Jarrett Wilson, can he, can he get even better? Can he put up even better numbers 
next year. Now, granted, nobody's going to be surprised by Polson or him next year, but can they put up even better numbers next season? Uh, that's going to be a big question that I'm very curious to see how Wilson answers. Uh, but I'll tell you this, the state of the quarterback position is really strong here uh, in Montana. Like I said, nine guys that are very, very impressive in terms of their stats and not going to shake off of that. Uh, like I said, I know there's some other guys that are probably going to be returning. Uh, but again, when you're talking about some of the top guys in their respective classifications, these are those guys. You look at Duchesne out of Florence. You look at um, Horoff out of Whitehall as well. I'm sure there's other guys that are that are probably going to be out there uh, for the quarterback position as well. And uh, we'll see what numbers they put up. But for right now, it's just been a very, very impressive list of the guys that are returning next season. Uh, because sometimes you just see a depth in terms of talent. And then sometimes you just see a huge strength. And I think this is one of those years at the quarterback position in Montana. We'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will go ahead and wrap things up for our Monday night edition of the show and tell you who's coming up on the program tomorrow.